everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poley and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 11 and this week's question is, what are your thoughts on pen names? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. If you enjoy this episode, please give it a like. So today we're talking pen names. Writing is one of the few professions where you can have a secret identity or at the very least a false name. Rachel, what are your thoughts on having a pen name? Honestly, now that you've called pen names a secret identity, I want one now more than ever. (laughs) Just so I could say I have a secret identity. Um, But I think it's something all writers should think about just in case. It shouldn't be out of the question whether you should have a pen name or not. There are so many different reasons writers should or should not have a pen name. And I think if you're going to be a writer for a profession, or even if you just have it as a hobby, you do need to think of the name because the name is behind your work. I, I think you're totally right. I think it's something that writers should consider and if possible they should do it quite early on. Your author name is part of your brand. We hear the word brand thrown around a lot these days and that is a big part of it. Now more than ever you see author names in large letters on book covers and that's because the author themselves has become the selling point it's not just the book and the story people are going out of their way to find specific authors and they're drawn to the name because they know what they're going to get from that author mostly it's the name that will usually be part of your website it's the name that is the identity of the writer so it does need some thought On that note, I personally do use a pen name. That's right, people. Ari is not my real name. Dun-dun-dun! Reveal. (laughs) (laughs) That absolutely blew my mind when I found out that Ari was not your real name, especially since you said it in passing. Like, you didn't come out and say it to me. You were just speaking as if I already knew that, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Although even if, even if I did know your real name, I would tell you it's not your name. It's Ari. <laughs> that's it. You do kind of get used to someone's name to the point where it's like, no, 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 that, that's it. I don't know you as anything else. This is how it has to be. Yeah, exactly. I would still call you Ari regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the brand part real quick, you, you said, you know, your author name is part of your brand. It's, it's funny because that is true. There are some books that you see and you see the author's name in big, bold letters. And in some cases it's bigger than the title, which I always personally found to be weird because for me personally, I would rather see the title than the author's name, regardless of if I know them or not. But there are some, some authors I've noticed that if you go on their website or something, their name is not their brand. It's actually the, their books, whether maybe they're writing a big fantasy series or something and their website name is the fantasy series, which that's another way of doing it too. So I guess in some ways the author can sort of hide behind their books, whether they use a pen name or not, they can use their books as their front and just call it a day. And that can work too. But for me personally, I don't use a pen name. I use my real name and that's mostly out of spite Because when I was in high school, I was bullied a lot. And I had a lot of people tell me that I would never be a writer. I was always put in the low classes. And my high school more or less kind of thought I was dumb. So for me, when I decided to do this, I was like, I want my name out there. And I want people to see my name and say, hey, I know that person. They probably won't recognize the name. But you know what? It's fine. At least I'll know that I did it. (laughs) Um, But on the flip side, I do sometimes wish that I used a pen name because the internet can be mean 
And I don't mean getting rejection letters or having the comment on your blog or a bad review saying your story sucks. There are always going to be people out there who don't enjoy your writing and that's okay. That comes with the profession, but the internet as a whole, there are, you know, it's, it's a, but it's a group of strangers and you just don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who you're engaging with and you don't know who you're sharing your work with and things like that. And in that case, there are some times where I wish, okay, I, I don't want my real identity out there. I don't want people to know who I actually am for those reasons. But what's done is done at this point. <laughs> I think that's it. I think a lot of people do choose pen names because there is the anonymity of it. I personally like that kind of separation from me, the person and me, the writer. And having a pen name does allow you if you are ever in a really bad situation to drop that name and start again with another name and become someone totally different. And if you are being harassed by trolls or whatever's going on, you can just make that separation and start again. There are quite a few reasons people choose pen names. One of the ones I was always aware of, as well as keeping your identity private, was to hide your sex, especially if you wanted to break into a genre that was still considered female or male-dominated. This is such things as romance is still sometimes considered female-dominated, whereas action and even sci-fi is still considered male-dominated. One of the other reasons I was told to consider a pen name was bookshelf location, which is a little bit odd. And it is mostly because books will often organise their shelves of fiction books alphabetically. And you'll find that those with the last name that start in the middle of the alphabet usually end up on prime eyeline rather than at the top of the shelves or at the bottom of the shelves. And the truth is, not everybody is willing to bend down and look at the books on the bottom shelf. And not everyone is willing to stretch up and look at books on the top shelf. So trying to aim for that middle level can be quite a benefit if you are featured in a bookshop. I have to say that's kind of funny when you say that because... At my bookstore, they're, the cozy mystery section, the shelves, they're not too tall. They're taller than me. Everybody's taller than me. <laughs> but I can actually see the top shelf okay for the most part. But if you go to the young adult section, there's like two or three shelves that are way over my head. And I, yeah. it's true. I never look up there. I don't bother. <laughs> but I will admit, I sit on the floor at my bookstore all the time. I will go over to the cozy mystery section and I will just plop myself down and I will just scan the shelves. (laughs) So I guess I think I look more at the bottom than I do in the middle now that I think about it. Because I sit down and I make myself comfortable and I just, whatever book I see, I grab and I I check it out. I think that wouldn't happen um, with us because our book, our bookstores are usually quite small. Even the big bookstores seem to be quite small and they're always really cramped. So if you sat down on the floor, I guarantee somebody would be like, you're in the way. <sighs> and then you'd have to move. So you'd be constantly shifting around. But I think it's great that you do that, that you actually do get down and read the bottom. So there you go. So anyone with a, a last name at the end of the alphabet, Rachel will be able to spot you on the bookshelf. Yeah, exactly. That is my eye level. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, all in all, I never thought of that before because my last name begins with a P. So it could be in the middle or it could be towards the end. It it all depends. I mean, you could have a genre where, you know, if you just have like a couple of small shelves and you have a genre where most of the people have last names with the letter A, then the letter C could be on the middle shelf. But it does make me wonder where my name would fall 
on the bookshelves now that you mentioned that because I'm going to be thinking about that because the letter P it's not it's kind of sort of sort of near the end it's like in between the middle and the end it's weird I would have classed it as, as middle-ish, mainly because you probably find the certain names. I mean, you might not get lots of names that end, you know, that have the last name begins with like Z or Y, but you might get a lot that begins with W or or T or something. So you might end up with a lot more of them. Thing is, this is what will happen. Everyone will start going into bookstores when we're allowed to start going into bookstores. And they'll yeah. be checking the, the books that I line, what their last names are to sort of kind of give them an idea. So I think that's what everyone's going to start doing. Well, I'll start doing that. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you learn something new every day. You do on this podcast. Yes, exactly. That's what we're here for. But I've seen people use pen names if they write in multiple genres so they don't confuse their audience and keep their readers separate. So, for example, if you go into a bookstore, you could see an author in the cozy mystery section, but you could go up to the middle grade mystery section and see the same author, but their name might be slightly different. For example, they might add their middle initial or they'll do their first and middle initial with their last name or something like that which I don't think that's a bad idea to do. I never fully understood that. I, I do understand keeping your audiences separate, especially if you have two different websites or something. But for me, I that's the only reason I've thought of using a pen name is because I do have a couple of different genres that I wanna write in. And I don't know if I wanna just have Rachel Poley on all of my books or if I should differentiate between the different genres. I've seen it myself, like you said, where authors have used different ones, especially if their genres are very different. I think if you write um, contemporary fantasy and then more traditional fantasy and maybe even some sort of fantasy sci-fi, I think you could probably, it's, it doesn't really matter as much if you have the same name on all of them. I think if you go from one extreme to another, though, if you were writing like high level sci-fi and then you went to Victorian romance, because so many people these days are searching for their favourite authors, someone who might see a book by their favourite author rushes out to buy it only to find that that's not the sort of story they're interested in. Now, obviously, you'd think that people would read the back and, and make that decision, but I think people also come to, to novels and to authors where they've got a preconceived idea of what they're going to get from that author, and it might be something so far different from what they originally wrote. So having that separate name... It gives people the option to find that author with their new name if they're interested in that other genre and not kind of get caught out with it. I think maybe that's maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because for me, if I really like an author and I go into a different section of the bookstore and I happen to see their name again, if it's in a genre I typically read, I'll pick it up. But if it's not in a genre I read, I still would read the back of it and still give it a try because I know I like that author's writing, so maybe this would be a good introduction for me for this particular genre. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. And I know not everybody's open-minded with trying new genres, and that's totally okay. People like what they like. But I know for me personally, if I saw one of my favorite authors in various areas of the bookstore, I'd be all over that. <laughs> I think that would be great. Because I know some, some authors, they, they slightly alter their name for a pen name, as I said earlier, like just adding their middle initial or something. But then there are some authors that have totally, completely different names. So if you're looking for a specific author, you might not be able to find them if you don't know who you're looking for, yeah. in which case it can get confusing. And it's, I don't know, it, it's weird when you think about using a pen name versus not using a pen name or 
you know, using your real name for one genre and using a pen name for another genre because every reader is different and some people are going to look for you and some people are not and some people are not going to know it's you and because let's be real we're all readers but we don't have like we don't read none of us read the fine print <laughs> you know now i'm going off on a tangent please stop me <laughs> i think it's interesting that some some especially big big name authors will sometimes write a different genre and they'll use a totally different name and that can sometimes be almost like so they're not cashing in on the original name if you've got a name that became a big brand and that people love for that specific genre that you wrote and you you try your hand at another genre i have read in the past reviews where people have found an, a, a big name author who then changed their name for a, a genre found out that that was the same author and then gave them a kind of scathing review because they expected x y and z in this new book even though they'd used a different name even though it was a different genre people had this idea that well i you know i i had this kind of you know first person deep emotional connection with this character with these characters in these in these sets of books i expected this exact same in this set of books and it's like well it's not that's probably why they even de defined the the line by having two separate names so i don't know it's a bit weird that's a good point actually because if you write something that's really popular and people love it, and then you write something that's not remotely the same, then people get disappointed. I don't know why they get disappointed. It's like when J.K. Rowling came out with another book. It was a different target audience, different age group. And I don't know if it was a... I honestly don't know much about that book. I don't know if it was a different genre or anything. But I know a lot of people were disappointed because it wasn't like Harry Potter. And... Harry Potter's over. That story, it, it started, it ended. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love more too, but you know, we all have to move on. And so does she. She loves writing and she's writing other stuff. Good for her. Yay. <laughs> That's it though. It is, you end up with this kind of like expectation. It's like, wow, well, you hit a higher level. So you're expected now to always hit that higher level. And thing is, Authors might excel in one genre and might be okay in another and they might need more time to build up, especially if you spent your entire life writing fantasy and then one day you decide you really want to try your hand at historical fiction. It might not be the best ever thing you've written, but you haven't had the same time given to fantasy that developed the skill that built that up. But then people will look and go, oh, that historical fiction is nowhere near as good as the fantasy one. It's like, well, you have to be a bit more forgiving especially if authors are trying new genres and that's one of the reasons why i think they do use pen names to sort of try and break that urge that people have for expectations or preconceived ideas of what they're going to get from that book because they know the author yeah but what's interesting about it is that usually when authors write in a different genre and they use a pen name they usually tell people that it's them they're like this this is a book by this person but it's me <laughs> And then I think, well, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it both ways. I've seen it where they've suddenly come out and mentioned it. And I've seen ones where they don't mention it and someone's revealed it. You know, someone suddenly put it on Wikipedia and kind of exposed them. <laughs> I think obviously if you're suddenly exposed because somebody mentioned, found out and then told everyone, that's a bit, that's not really good. Because it's like, if you wanted to keep it private. And then if you came out and told them, it always makes me think, are you doing that because you suddenly want to, get back all your fans who may not have been buying that book and you hope that they'll suddenly rush to buy it and boost it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's it's a weird thing to think about. I think it's a, mar it's a sneaky marketing technique. That's what it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> See, pen 
names. Yay or nay, they can go both ways. <laughs> there is one thing we haven't discussed about reasons for pen names, and that is if your real name is already taken by an author, especially if it's a famous author, if you happen to be called Stephen King, we do recommend that you would probably do better using your using a pen name as much as you could possibly get you know ride the coattails of the real Stephen King I say the real as if as if somebody called Stephen King isn't real uh, <laughs> obviously you're going to struggle to dominate a market that's already been dominated by somebody with that name so that's another reason they usually say that if you're thinking about choosing a pen name or if you're using your real name to maybe do a google search and have a check see the sort of names is there somebody out there that's with a famous name and it doesn't have to be a famous author it could be a famous something else i mean you probably don't want to find your names you know a famous murderer i don't know unless unless you're writing murder mystery and it works but i don't know I'd, i i would assume that if you if you found out you shared your name with you know some famous criminal <laughs> that you might consider changing your name so at least when you come up in google you'll come up for a good reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because this, this goes back to how your name is the face of your work. Because people will Google you. And when they look for your books, they're, they're more often than not, they'll Google the title of the book and put by so-and-so. Or sometimes they'll just add the, the author name. I know I've done that at times. I've put in the author name into Google. And then I forget who, who I was looking up, but some NBA player appeared. And I was like, that's not who I'm looking for. <laughs> and I had to type in the author's name and then put books at the end. Yeah. And then it popped up. But that's a good point. Yeah, you have to, there's a lot of work that goes into your name. Whether it's your real one or a pen name, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that most people don't know about or just don't even think about. Yeah. And also, I was just thinking, going back to like websites, if you did use your author name for your website the last thing you want to do is pick a name not check it and then struggle to get the domain yes so i mean you can still put you can still put author at the front or author at the end writer at the front right there's a way of doing it but obviously if there is already a writer or an author with that name and they've got the domain you're gonna struggle so these there's all these little things to think about see we've yeah. taken a simple subject and made it complicated for you yeah sorry guys you're welcome <laughs> Now, the thing is, after having this conversation, I'm sitting here, I'm like, did I make the right decision to use my real name or should I have gone with a pen name? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are pros and cons to using both. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you have to kind of weigh them and then make that decision yourself. Are, are you technically saying that this podcast might start and the whole intro is going to have to change because you might change to a different name? <laughs> no, no, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> No, we, we all know and so love you work. as you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, I think we have exhausted the topic of pen names. And even if we haven't, well, we, we just need to stop talking now. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Do let us know your thoughts on authors using pen names in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag The Merry Writer Podcast. If you want to get some extra content, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast. You can support our show and get some great rewards. Tune in next week for another episode of the Merry Writer Podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Scribbled Notes. Our handwriting is awful. The music, titled Inspired, is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.